All right, Gene, are you ready to be counted in? <laughs> ready in Chamesh. Arba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's at Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at yeah. Where my mom's yeah. at What is up, my friends? Thank you for watching me on YouTube and listening on um, whatever you're listening to me on. I don't know. Guys, come see me do live stand-up comedies. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina at the Comedy Zone April 1st and 2nd. Um, oh, and then Austin, I do the Moon Tower Comedy Festival at the Paramount April 13th. Um, the Region Theater, one night only in Los Angeles. Oh, I miss my, my town. May 3rd. Um, so Minneapolis tits were moving to August now because, well, I'm not allowed to say what I'm doing, but it's pretty fucking cool and I think you'll appreciate it. Irvine Improv, May 20th and 21st. Um, Atlantic City at the Borgata, June 4th. The Wilbur in Boston, Massive, Huge Tits, June 5th. And then Washington Dick come. I'm coming to the DC Improv July 15th and 16th. And then Cleveland, Ohio, August uh, 12th and 13th. Uh, hilarities. And then uh, Zanies in Nashville, uh, uh, October 6th, 7th, and 8th. And that's it. ChristinaPOnline.com for ticket uh, information. And good. How are you? I love you. What are you doing? Are you shopping for clothes? I did for my spring. That sounds like a bad TikTok. You know, when they're like, uh, having a good weekend? Having a good day? Uh, I'm wiped. I'm thoroughly beaten down. I um, took our two sons to meet my husband on the road. And uh, it's, it, everybody's like, what a special, magical thing. What a wonderful moment for your kids to see your yeah. husband. Yeah. It's also very uh, exhausting and and really hard and I you know I have an appreciation for what Tommy Buns is doing right now because the grind is real like he's on a whole other level of like buses planes sleeping in the bus then going into a hotel at two in the morning sleeping in that bed for a few hours getting up going it's just terribly hard um but it was cool it was very cool um but I'm I'm wiped uh by day five along with my kids I um I had to be like I got like my eyelid was twitching and I, I was like Tom I gotta I gotta go I just gotta I gotta hide in this room for a minute and then I I had to, I practiced my transcendental meditation because <laughs> I was uh <clears throat> they just they worry out they just um you know kids need uh, constant attention especially the three year old he's really in it and it's just uh, he's really into mommy so it's uh, we're almost at four and when they when they turn four they turn into people but man. I can't, I can't wait until July when that kid turns four and I get a fucking break because it really just, uh, like, I, I don't think people who haven't had kids yet don't understand. They don't get it. They don't get the, like, imagine, like, like, you know, you have a full, you have a full-time job and then you go home and you're like, I can do whatever I want right now. I can watch TV. I can get high. Hell yeah. I can eat myself into a stupor. Yeah. That's what I used to do. And then, like, you get home and you're like, no, no, no. Now, now the other job starts of taking care of two humans. Like, uh, you gotta feed them. Then there's bath time, and then the bedtime ritual, which takes two hours of like, go to bed. And they pop up, and uh, it's like, uh, it's like uh, they're just they're emotionally draining. Like, I can't even describe it to you. And like, like and just imagine someone who's always like, Nadav, what are you doing? Nadav, can you help me get this? Nadav, I'm thirsty. I need a snack. Nadav, I need a snack. Yeah, I've been around my niece and nephew for a couple hours at a time, and uh, <laughs> that's why I always choose to sleep at a hotel and not at my sister's. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's just con it's constant needs. No, yeah, it's like there were times where it was just like I get woken up at 6 a.m. with them crawling like into my bed. That's to what just happened to nap. me this morning, yeah. And it's like, yes, it, like is it cute? Absolutely. It's the cutest no. thing in the world. But is it cute enough to be woken up at 6 a.m.? Never. It's not. It's, it's not. not. It's I love them, but, you know, I'm good on that, Doug. <sighs> yeah, that was, the, was the worst summer I ever had when I had to take care of a kid. Boy, whose kid? It was some <laughs> fucking dumb, like, it was my niece or something. I don't know. It was just some stupid fucking kid. Or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Fucking, she was just some, some dumb kid. Some little thing, yeah. Yeah, because, like, her 
the mom was like i don't know in jail or something sure. so like i had to take care of her so but yeah it was the way it was god every so day exhausting. i had to listen to the fucking elmo yeah. la la oh, la 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 yo elmo's world that's that, on sesame street i know that one that, that was my but but we had a vhs tape and oh, it only fuck. it only had like that shit on it basically it was yeah. like a compilation of his songs and she only wanted to hear that like to watch that movie if i didn't have that vhs tape in the damn thing she would cry oh it was the worst time i life. hate elmo too i really Yo, hate fuck elmo. fuck elmo hard and his asshole and his <laughs> furry red stupid butt here's why i don't like elmo um i mean i talk about this in my new hour you guys will see this on netflix soon but i i fucking hate him because he's too agreeable and he's he's a non character character Right? Okay, for instance, let's go through it. Mm -hmm. um, Oscar the Grouch. He says it in the name. He's a piece of shit. He's love a grouch. That. Yeah, love him. But you you love him because you know what you're getting. You're like, all right, I get that. That guy's just a grumpy hoarder. Stay away. Don't fuck with that guy. And then, <laughs> he's got a gun in that one. That's amazing. Um, Grover is the comedian. He's a little, ah, he's like over the top. And he's he's got dreams. He's a superhero. Big Bird is just like, sweet he loves his teddy bear and he's very curious and then there's elmo and his whole thing is a hug <laughs> and he's laughing at his own shit all the time he's got like a nervous laughter going um he refers to himself in third person all the time which i fucking cannot stand like elmo loves you elmo does this elmo does that like dude what are you you're nobody you're <laughs> he's nothing he's just a crack addict yeah he sucks. Like he's not even a person and he's annoying. His voice is annoying and he doesn't stand for anything. I think I don't, I don't respect Elmo because he doesn't stand for anything. The what other character, what a fucking pussy. Yeah. Like he's such a tabula rasa. He has zero personality. Like I don't know. I don't know who Elmo is. So he bothers me. He's just, yeah, I'm nice. Well, nice isn't a fucking character. Nice is boring. Like whenever you describe somebody, oh, they're just nice. Like, well, they're fucking boring. Then they suck. So that's why it bothers me. I think it teaches kids to just be like, not to stand for anything. What do you stand for? Right. Like, what if do he, you stand for? If he did live in a trash can, it'd be like, wow, he's able to overcome living in a trash yeah. can and still be nice. How yeah. nice. Or he's not nice. Like Oscar the Grouch. To me, Oscar the Grouch is like the original stand-up comedian on that show. Right, like he's um, he's cantankerous. He comes from a long line of grouches. That's the joke. Like his mom lives in a trash can. His sister comes to visit. They all live in trash cans. They're like shitty East Coasters. I think that's what he's supposed to be, like the New York comic. You know, like man, everything sucks. Fuck you. I live in a trash can. Uh. But yeah, but he turns lemons into lemonade, right? He's like, I love trash. That's his whole thing is he loves trash and it's funny. But I think what happened with Elmo is that they got a little afraid to make characters interesting, right? And then it became like, just every nice, flat. Because Sesame, Sesame Street originally started out as like kind of a subversive or just an interesting show. It was supposed to follow a black family in... Um, one of the boroughs. So it was kind of revolutionary. Like, oh, wow, this is, you didn't see that on television. And then, because for the time it was like in the late 60s, right? So that was like really neat. And then, so that was kind of the, the deal with Sesame Street. So now you're kind of like, well, why don't they? Although they do have Julia, the autistic puppet, which is fucking great. Which huh. she's I highly. You love that, huh? I love Julia, the autistic puppet. And she's highly underutilized as a character. Um, I've seen her a few times. And at first I was like, what the fuck, dude? Look, they made all wide-eyed and creepy, you know? Like, she's so fucking weird-looking. Um, and then uh, there's Alan, too. I love Alan. He's been on the show forever. And Alan, I checked out... See, I got really obsessed with Sesame Street. Alan, I checked his IMDb. Turns out he's still a bachelor. Still looking for love, ladies. Is that cool or not cool? It's code for Alan likes dudes. <laughs> still looking for that right lady huh Liberace like he's so gay and I but I love I mean who doesn't love Alan he he runs the um the corner store 
in, on Sesame Street. Is so there a gay puppet on Sesame Street? There should be. Well, that's Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie, yeah. yeah. But they're not out. They're not out, which is so come dumb. On. Like the the greatest thing Sesame Street could do is have Bert and Ernie come out, and then you'd be like, yeah, well, that that's normal. That's a natural progression. It actually teaches kids like, hey, there's people you know. They're figuring stuff out. They're yeah, Bert and Ernie are just roommates. <laughs> This is like this guy I worked with when I was a paralegal who was Filipino and he couldn't come out to his hardcore Filipino mom who was Catholic and he's like, I'm not gay, I just have a roommate. And they lived in like a studio apartment. They happened to share a bed and you're like... Mm. It's cheaper this way, mom. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. And just tell your mom. Poor guy. Yeah, so this is that's what Bert and Ernie are doing. They're just, you know, they're sharing... Rent's expensive on Sesame Street. They live in New York City, bruh. Man, their faces are just so close to each other. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never touched cheeks with my friend like that. <laughs> I don't know. Me and Eddie have never taken photos like this. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish you would. Maybe we're going to have to do a photo shoot of the two of you like this. Hey, yo, what about that next one, dog? <laughs> or the one before that. <laughs> yeah. Look at that one to the left. Yeah, um. <laughs> yeah they're so gay. <laughs> and you know what's so cute, too, is they have them sleeping in um, twin beds next to each other, like, uh, Lucy and Ricky used to, so you know that's code. I think, right? That was it was in the late sixties oh, they so, developed. Burning. So they're traditional nineteen fifties gay. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they're not out. <laughs> Damn! If we don't yeah. if we don't dress up as Bert and Ernie for Halloween, <laughs> we're fucking up. I know. <laughs> sure, so you know rad. it's just Squid Game was so pertinent this Halloween. It's uh, Bert and Ernie next year. Let's yeah, do it. let's get it. And you know what's funny? So Bert, like his character, is that he's the boring one. And he just likes to read like boring books or dictionaries. And then Bert is like the silly one. You know, he's the playful gay. So Bert is like, I mean, Ernie is like, you know, let's go to the parade, Bert. And Bert's like the curmudge. And he's like, no, we don't do that. We're old school gay. We don't flaunt it around. Maybe so, that's what their roles are. So would I be Bert in the... In you? The... Between, oh, with you and yeah. any? Yeah. You're, yeah. you're Bert. And then any would be like, yo, I'm man, don't one. make a big deal out of this shit. My name literally sounds like Ernie. So, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> kind of meant to be. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're our first inter interracial puppet because one of them's orange, one of them's yellow. Yeah, they're not the same race, right? Bird is oh yeah, yellow. We got a, Ernie's a J Ernie. and a B here also. right? Yeah, is that what's happening? It's gotta be right. I don't know. <laughs> they're different colors. I don't know. Maybe in the puppet world, they're different. But there's also blue ones in Sesame Street, isn't there? Yeah, everybody's a different race, bro. Yeah, they're diverse as fuck, dog. Yeah, oh. Sesame Street was the OG diverse. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Um... <laughs> I know they're such homos now, right? Looking at it, you're like, wait, how is this not? Yo, this is gay as shit, gay dude. Gay as shit, homie. Didn't they have like a fucking bathtub song or something too? Yeah. Like, weren't they in the bathtub yes. a lot? It's like Nick Rubber you... Ducky, you're <laughs> the one. Yep. And then Burton's like, let me help you wash that cum. <laughs> there they are. There they are. Yeah, dog. I mean, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Out of the closet yeah, and into the tub. Let's yeah. go, Bert Ernie. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make you come. Rubber ducky. You're my number one. <laughs> oh, this is a whole vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. This yeah. can't be real. It is real. That's real? I'm pretty sure. Is that literally from the show? Well, yeah, Come you know, on. Ernie's the messy one, and Bert's yeah. got to clean it up. That's how they <laughs> explain gayness. But see, okay, again, kids don't, but you guys did not pick up on that as small children, right? Oh, I did. You picked up on it? You Well, how old were you when you understood gayness? Let's talk about that. Because here's something I've been just thinking about and like I'm always trying to keep an open mind so let's explore it go ahead so when did you well, discover what gays gay people were and stuff well I, I think I discovered too early because my dad was so against that being a thing <laughs> same <laughs> that's why I learned what yes. gay was it's like that's what you don't do <laughs> from yeah. my dad <laughs> what, what would I'll tell you what my mom said and your dad okay tell me what your dad would say I love hearing what parents say to their gay 
to kids about gayness. Okay, go. About being gay? Like, oh. how did, what did you hear about it? Yeah. He, he just said, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I think it's because, I, I think I said this a while ago. I was like, I tried to kiss him on the head goodbye when he left once. <laughs> and it was like, I don't know. He was at a bald ass head and I just like tried to kiss like, bye dad. And he was just like, don't do that shit, son. That ain't what men do. Men don't do that shit. That is so he said, rough. <laughs> he, he literally, I, I must have been mother. He was, he was there, which means I was four or less. Oh my god! And he said, he said it to me. He said, "What are you gay, bro? <laughs> or, or what are you gay, son? Like something like that." It's like men don't do that shit. Four-year-olds, you're like, I don't even know what gay. I don't even know where my asshole is. Yet. <laughs> That's, That's how I learned. So at like four years old or something fuck. like that. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he just thought. Savage. Yeah, he just thought affection between a, a young baby and a dad is gay. That's and it, wild. And it kind of worked if you think about it. When I saw Ernie's fucking mouth like that on Bert, I'm like, oh hell no, like that is incorrect. There's no way. <laughs> that definitely means he's gay, right? <laughs> So you knew, yeah, from your dad's fear. Mm-hmm. My, I learned around um, third grade. Uh, my, my mother took me to see a movie called Reform School Girls because her boyfriend at the time wanted to see it, and it was like this like R-rated stupid movie, and there was lesbians in the movie making out. And I was a kid, and I was like, "Wait, what are what is going on here?" And she's like, "They had dykes," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, what is a dyke? I love this word. Like, what is dyke? It sounded so funny. And she goes, it's women who like other women. And I was like, wait, I don't understand. She's like, I don't understand either. <laughs> she goes, I don't know what they can do with each other. Maybe licking each other to death. I don't know what lesbians do. She's saying that to you in third grade? Yeah. <laughs> My mom said the same shit. Really? She literally said, like, what, what are they just going to lick each other? Like, they're just, they, what she's told me, though, is that they're lying. They're like, they're all lying. No one's an actual lesbian. <laughs> oh, so your mom was like, there's no way that could be yeah. a thing. Lesbians, gays, they, they don't yeah. exist. Yeah, they're just, it's like, what are they going to do? What, how could they actually how please each other? How could they bang? Yeah. Come you're on. like, what, have, you, have you never had oral <laughs> sex, mom? Like, you guys, all you do is input and, uh, you know. I love you, mom. <laughs> oh yeah so she's listening to this sorry mom and That's then my my dad i think oh my dad's only objection to gays were like he's a, he's like he's like i don't care what people doing but i mean come on the parades i don't need to fucking know these guys are gay i know you're gay i don't need the parade okay <laughs> which is like so old school european and i i mean like Right, he's like, "Where's my parade?" Yeah, that's totally. <laughs> it's totally that. Like, well, how come? How come straight people don't have parades? But I think too, like he explained, he's like, you know, in Europe, you you just if you're gay, you're gay. You don't have to tell everybody. They know you're gay. I think it bothered him that yeah, like they were just so happy about it. And I'm like, all right. I, I imagine Israeli dad and mom didn't have a hot take on it either. <laughs> you know, it's. Because I don't really have like a memory from early on on what their take on it was. I, yeah. I remember growing like I don't know when this happened, but I was like, I remember seeing girls kiss. I was like, oh yeah, girls kiss sometimes. And then the first time I saw boys kissing on TV, I was just like, whoa, that's that could happen. I didn't know that's allowed. And uh, but I mean like you know very quickly I was like, okay, this is a thing that happens. But I remember I came home from college one time. And my dad took me and my friend to go see Bruno. Oh, such a funny movie. Yeah. And we were watching it. And I don't think he knew that that was the gay character of Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh. <laughs> and so we're watching it. And me and my buddy are cracking up. And like he just leans over. He goes, you think this is funny? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's pretty funny. He goes, no. This is disgusting. I'm like, all right, cool, Dad. <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, my dad said that word too, I think, in relation to gays. This is disgusting. But also at the same time, like, my father would never, I mean, both my parents would never actively harm gay people or say anything or do anything. It was more just like, that's not for me, you know? Like, right. No one told me, like, you can't be gay or whatever. Like, it wasn't like that. It was oh, more. Lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. Must be nice. But it was more just like, if you know, some people do this and whatever. Who gives a shit? I don't give a fuck what you do, which is kind of like whatever. So so the reason I ask you guys this, and, and it's just an interesting debate in the parenting world right now, 
Nadav, can you Google? Oh wait, there's an there's an article. Um, so there's this thing that happened in Austin, actually, in public schools here in ISD. There was um, a teacher teaching sex ed. Hold on, to I think they were like pre-K. Oh gosh, but anyway, there's this idea that like kindergartners should be having gay parades, pride days, and gay gay pride parade days. Hold on, let me see if I'm getting this correct. My friend sent this to me. Okay, Google Elementary Doss Elementary in Texas. Is it Texas Elementary School host Pride yeah. Week with confidential yes. community service? So this is interesting. So let's click on this. This is from the Washington Examiner, and a friend of mine sent this in. So there was a school, a teacher, they were celebrating Pride Week, and this is for, yeah, this is exactly where I found it. Click on the um, the bottom sheet there. I'll read this to you guys. Um, so this is for Pride Week Community Circles, is what it's called, PK. So this is pre-kindergarten through second grade. Uh, so the introduction says, welcome to the group. Introduce yourselves as the circle leader. Mention the purpose of today's circle. The purpose of the circle is to share about Wednesday families, Thursday respecting differences, Friday no place for hate. This is a guided conversation, blah, blah, blah. So here's the here's the agreements. Bring your full attention to the person talking and be a good listener. Fine. Talk to everyone in the circle, not just one person. Stay on topic. Do not name specific people when giving examples. Be as honest and kind as possible. But then there's this interesting part that goes, respect privacy. What we say in this room stays in this room. So a lot of parents were like, uh, what? <laughs> like, this is PK through two, by, by the way. So it's kind of like a lot of parents were like, what are we grooming kids for keeping secrets at school? Does Pride Week have a meaning significance to you and your family? Remember that we agreed to keep what happened in the circle confidential. It's so interesting. I think people, rightly so, parents are like, wait, why are we keeping it a secret? Why would that have to be a secret? Um, Maybe because like questions come up that that they're not comfortable, I, I don't know, like actually asking out in public or something? I don't know. So, so one person on Twitter goes, this is so clearly about not repeating students' stories or what they share bravely outside of the classroom right. and not about keeping secrets from your parents. Literally embarrassing to read that some of you think this is grooming. <laughs> So, so you know, this does how to recognize the sexual grooming of a minor. So a lot of parents are freaking out like this is grooming behaviors and uh, this and that. I think then maybe the wording on that should have been don't share stories. Don't, you know, don't shame kids based on what they've said or don't share stories with other classmates or something. Hmm. I don't think the wording on that was right. But then so it also went stands to reason to go. Um, do we need a pride week? for kindergartners through fifth grade. And I'm like, well, I'll tell you, as someone that has a kindergartner right now, um, I know that they've taught Ellis gay- gayness and I had a, I've had gay people around him and he kind of vaguely understands that boys can marry boys and girls can marry girls. But that's kind of just the extent of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know developmentally if a kindergartner is ready for a pride parade. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> I'm not even sure, like, they're thinking about their sexuality yet. Right. Doesn't, doesn't sex ed, it, like, happen in third or fourth grade? Even Is later. That, later. Yeah, even, I think for me it was, like, sixth. Sixth grade. I think. Hmm. So, well, yeah, maybe save Pride Week for after that unit yeah, is taught. Yeah, I was I, thinking, like, maybe sixth grade, but not in K. Yep. I just don't even understand, like, is that even possible? Do you even have, like, are you sexually at all... You know, is sex even in your brain at that age? So I'll tell you. Is is it? No. Like in a third. Okay. So I have a three year old and a six year old boy. And so developmentally, they're going through like that edible thing, which is very fucking real, where you're in love with your mom and you don't understand how to incorporate your father into the relationship. It's actually very, very true in a way that. So you're not, it's not sexual. But you're literally like you're so in love and into your mother and you're you're navigating that thing of like, well, how does dad fit into this? And then eventually kids resolve that mom belongs to dad and you don't become as dependent on mommy or whatever. So like but, what it, but since that doesn't have to do with sex, nothing. Then why are we talking about sex? I know, it's kind of weird. But then so you, but then I go, but in Disney movies even, you know, we'll be watching, for instance, The Little Mermaid which is about a relationship between a man and a woman and they fall in love. So why is that okay to show a kindergartner? It's not sex. It's not explaining. It's explaining like 
heterosexual sex. Well, it's but it's not because I mean it's it's the same thing. It's like so it's showing you all the stuff except the sex because you don't talk about that yet, right? No, you know they just like kiss a chaste kiss at the end of the film. Right. Yeah. Hmm. But then, could we show a mermaid being in love with a mermaid? Would that you yeah, know what I mean? Like, I, why I, not I, show? I, I don't know. You know. So I, I go. I go. Well, intuitively, I don't think I want my kindergartner in a pride parade because I'm just not sure that he needs that yet. Like, I'm not sure he'll even understands right. all that. Just yeah, yet. Let's, yeah. Let's wait on all this sex stuff, boys. Also, yeah. why, why not just do like a parade? I don't know. <laughs> why does it have to be a Pride parade, just a parade. Now that's an idea, right? I <laughs> that's mean, a I good mean. idea. <laughs> I don't know why they have to parade about everything. <laughs> so fucking proud. Where's my parade? <laughs> I, if anything, that feels like it feels. I mean, it's gonna sound, you know, uh, controversial, but just it's, say it. It sounds like out. it sounds like brainwashing to me because right? it, it'd be like I'm setting you up to champion gayness before you even fucking <laughs> understand gayness. You know, it's like just. Just have a parade, not a straight parade, not a gay parade, just a fucking parade. Look, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm saying some fucked up shit, but I don't think you're saying. I think you're saying why you feel about it. I think a lot of people agree with you, which is why they were upset about it. I think. Um, I don't think I don't. I think I'm not a develop a psychology psychologist, developmental psychologist for kids, so I don't know where their levels are. But intuitively, if someone were to be like, "Yeah, Ellis." did a pride parade today i'd be like does he even know what that means like right. i think he, he just, he just celebrated? yeah i think like he would like the cool rainbow flag you know like the right. glitter glitter sounds fun sure but okay okay right what we could save it yeah it's like why are we know. Yeah, let's let's chill on this. Let's learn about dinosaurs for a no. couple years, huh? <laughs> I know. I know. Dinosaurs gay. Let's think about it. <laughs> Could I know. stegosaurs also like other stegosaurs? I don't know. I, don't know, man. <laughs> I know. Like, why? That. Yeah, that's so true. Like, let's just do letters and numbers first. How about coloring? Like, let's learn to write our names, and then we'll talk about what's your pronoun. You know what I mean? Like, right. We should be learning cursive before we learn about gay stuff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> How about oh, wait. Your, is times- it cursive not taught anymore? They teach so far. I don't know. We'll find out. It was third grade back when I was in school. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. No, they do mm-hmm. like regular handwriting right now, so they still teach that. Oh, thank God. Right. But I don't know well, if they'll right. teach cursive. But I yeah, think cursive's it's going, gone, right? I think so. I don't know. I'll find out. I feel like it is. Um, <laughs> oh, these fucking idiots don't even know how to write cursive. Idiots. Stupid Gen Z. I use that shit all the time. <laughs> how many cursive letters have you guys read of mine? So many. <laughs> so many. So many. It's the only way you write. <laughs> you write us letters all the time. Dearest <laughs> any in the dark. <laughs> It's been a fortnight since we've spoken. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 trying to check myself here. Like am I am I am I too old school? Am I whatever? But I, d- I just think that it's complicating things. It's it's throwing in stuff that doesn't need to be there yet. Sixth grade? Absolutely. Because I grew up with a gay I grew up with a kid um from the time we were like in kindergarten through sixth grade. And by third grade we knew he was gay. You could just tell he had like mannerisms and he was kind of fey and he wasn't as alpha and everyone called him, you know what they called him back then. But <laughs> um, and yeah, it turned out he was surprise, surprise. But we all knew. But did, did he know? I don't know. In third grade. I don't know. But well, that's well, that's really interesting. Then if you're saying you said you knew by third grade, we knew that this kid ran goofy uh-huh. and had mannerisms that were goofy. And we were like, oh, you know, dude, dude's gay. Dude's gay. But did he know he was attracted to men in third grade? We'd have to ask him. I don't know. But but is that also what you thought, or you were just using gay? Because I mean, I know when I was a kid, gay oh, meant like lame. But that's did you mean gay? Like yeah, yeah. Because oh, okay. we knew what gays were because of like George Michael or like oh sorry, uh, Boy George and stuff like Boy George mm. and Culture mm. Club. Like right. it's actually pretty in in popular culture gayness in the eighties. I feel like so you you knew like oh Frankie goes to Hollywood gay. Boy George, gay. <laughs> like, uh, this kid was gay. Interesting. I well, don't know. Well, I don't know. Fuck, maybe there is an argument for for that then, because if you knew that by third grade, it just said what? PK through two? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I mean, it's only a year before. No, PK I mean, through five. P- oh, I thought it said PK through two. I don't know. One of I those, those sheet, the sheet I read was PK through 
Yeah, kinder, uh, kindergarten through fifth grade. Oh, okay. I don't know, dude. But anyway. So, so then, I mean, I guess you did kind of think about that at that age. I, I did, but that was me just being a mean bitch and being hateful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that kid was cognizant of what he was feeling. And I certainly wasn't. In third grade, I had crushes on boys. I was like, I knew I liked boys and I had strong crushes, but I wouldn't, I didn't know about sexuality, sex, you know? Right, you didn't know what to do with that. Yeah, crush. I just knew I had feelings, but I wouldn't, you know? I don't know. Yes, yeah, same, same for sure. But I think I'm a late bloomer. I, I, I didn't know. I, I feel like it, the, the scary thing about this type of shit is I think if the terminology that was, that's out now was out when I was a kid, I would oh. have grown up thinking I was asexual. Same. That's what I would yes. think. That's what, I, that's what I think I would have thought. Oh, I would have been non-binary. They would have, because I was a tomboy, I wore, you know, um, what was that shit called? Fucking those military-like pants. The pockets. Camo? Not camo. Cargo shorts? Cargo pants. <laughs> yeah, I dressed I dressed like a fucking dude. Which, but, but non-binary, I mean, you can't necessarily say that if you were non-binary now, that that would like negatively impact your life, right? Mm, but for know. for me... I know that if I said I was asexual and I just rolled with that, yeah. then I would not have had the sex that I've had. And sex has like done a lot for me, like as in terms of like therapy and shit, like yeah. uh, loving myself. Like there's a lot that I've learned and done th- and experienced through sex that I think would have been taken away if I just you, was allowed to believe. If you accepted the, the label. Yeah. And yeah. I do worry about labeling kids. Like I grew up. All my high school boyfriends wore skirts and makeup, period. <laughs> like, they're goth. And so if we all went, oh, they're trans. Oh, no, no, no. You know, uh, Scott's not goth. He's trans. You're like, well, guess what? They all grew up to be like hetero, normal dudes with kids. And, you know, <laughs> right. Who knows? I don't know. All right. Wait, let's read the Twitter comments. I'm kind of curious to see what parents were. Um, I don't even get this far. Like, what are people saying? Uh, this is just, oh. Uh, this is just the account that's uh, oh. showing people that are blocking them. Let's see. This is so clearly about not repeating students' stories and what they share. All right, that was what you said already. Uh, you're jumping the shark. This is pretty common across all settings where there's a group discussion. It encourages people to be, uh, to be and discourages belittling from peers. We want to see more crazy people on TikTok. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's so that kids don't get outed to their parents by their peers. Oh, if they admit. there we go. Cool. Right, right. Wh- yeah, but which again, is what you said. Yeah. I don't, I don't know any gay kindergartners. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't know any when I was a kindergartner, and I certainly looking at Ellis's classmates now, I'm not even sure they're cognizant. <laughs> Just wait. Just wait until these parades. That's what I I'm saying. Home like I like dicks, mom. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Found well, out because I know for a minute they were talking about having crushes on each other. Like, t- like Ellis came home and was like, "Oh, so and so has a crush on so and so," and I was like, "Do you know what that means?" And he's like, "Yeah, it means they like that person." And then I was talking with the teacher later, and she's like, "Oh, I put a stop to that right quick. Crushes. I know crushes in kindergarten." And I was like, "Great." <laughs> yeah. But is that great? Yes, because it's too young. It's too young to be sexualizing. Yeah, each but other. I, but again, I don't think they don't know think so. what sexualizing is. They right. just know that they like that person. Yeah, that's what you. That's what we just said. They you like. and I did, right? Yeah, but when but we if kids. someone were to like allow you to start going down that path and labeling and labeling and labeling and labeling, I'm, I don't know. Like you kind of do that stuff with your peers, and then I don't know. Labeling as in as in crush. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but then that's like that. Isn't that part of like figuring stuff out? Maybe like, it's. If if like you're like uh you know oh I have a crush on this person then an adult says hey none of that shit I could see that imprinting way worse way worser way worser than yeah. exploring it I think right. she was I just like that I was wrong for liking she them, was like just know? not in the classroom maybe you know like come on dude oh that's I'm okay. trying to teach y'all how to fucking read and write can we not be doing <laughs> can oh we sure not be sure crushing here? crushing <laughs> yeah right, crushes crushes are for recess baby yeah recess baby <laughs> <laughs> that's right crushes recess take that shit outside. Uh, but anyway, write in, parents. Let me know. Am I completely talked here? Uh, you know, should we be doing pride parades in kindergarten? I don't know. Interesting. Okay, let's do some follow-ups um, from the last one. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> 
and he getting a lot of prove it success stories. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. I always thought I'd never get a chance to use it. I'm close to 30 and I've been married a few years. But the other day we went to my wife's work event with a friend of ours that works with her. On the ride home, we were all pretty hammered by then, except the driver. And she said something along the lines of, well, honestly, I'm not all that modest. As a joke, I turned to her and said, prove it. Without skipping a beat, she pulled out her mommy milkers and showed both of us exactly where they spit. She's our hottest friend, and it was an awesome night for both of us. Thank you, Annie, for changing my life. Wow. That guy is pretty lucky that that turned out awesome for both yeah, of us. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Been bad. Hot sauce is the best, he says. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Uh, if you keep losing your remote, they sell retractable leashes for your remote on Amazon. Where am I remote at? From Shirley and Adov says has, says he has a photo of this remote leash. Yes. I mean, to me, it sounds depressing. Like when you're in a hospital and like they have the hospital bed one. Yeah, I don't need that in my life. A remote what leash. What the fuck is that? With a retractable cable lock with double sided adhesive, remote control security lock, remote oh control anti lost rope. Wait, what is? Oh, as in you like the shit that you can't leave the store with that phones are on it, like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For your this so seems what you like can't not move, move, nigga. <laughs> yeah. I can't use my remote on the other side of the couch, and then you can't even fun? ergonomically hold it right. <laughs> <laughs> like no matter where you put it, it's gonna get in the way. Yeah, you guys got that awful wire, like her. I, that's yeah. just depressing. I this think ain't it. that would depress me. <laughs> nah, th- this one's a Pazitsky effect, nigga. Love, <laughs> love yourself. You're allowed to use the remote control wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't want that in my life. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'd rather lose the remote. That's fucking demeaning. You try Fuck. to take it to the other side of the couch and go, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Can you imagine? Your neighbor's like, hey, man, is your alarm going up? I just, I took my. Put the remote down. (laughs) I put my remote down. Or it retracts all super fast. (laughs) You're like, fuck. Like one of those janitor keychains. Yeah, (laughs) like, I don't want that anywhere near my pubes or anywhere. Like, it's fucking terrible. I was depressing. Okay. Uh, Okay, this is funny. I have to say, I side with you on this. Not everybody should be a model conversation. Advertisements are supposed to be aspirational. And while, yes, we should be more accepting of people and who they are, I don't think that necessarily should bleed into marketing. It gets to a point where the inclusiveness becomes distracting. I present you with this lovely advertisement served to me today. I mean, really? Look, be as hairy as you want, but I don't need to see it. It's cool. All right, Nadav, let's see this photo. Of, it's a hairy model. I think we were just talking about the. Uh, why do we need uh, this? Fuck. If you're just listening, it's for a company called Naughty Knickers, as in K N O T T Y Knickers. Delivers sexy and comfy underwear monthly. Ugh. And her pubes are fucking. Like, this is disgusting. <sighs> like, it would be disgusting if they were selling dude underwear and you could see pubes coming out the side. It's like, trim that shit, my dude. Trim it all. Should not be poking out the side. It's so upsetting. Like I okay, I trim my pubes because like I get in the in the pool with my kids with my mom bathing suit on, and like they don't they nobody needs to see my pubes sticking out. You know, like you know how traumatizing that is. Remember when you're a little kid and like your friend's mom would get in the pool and you saw her fucking mom pubes coming out the side of her bathing suit. I don't really. I don't have a memory like that no, printed it, in my it head. No, it turns yeah, out all my mom's friends weren't gross-ass bitches like this. <laughs> <All right? laughs> no, I don't have that memory, thank God. <laughs> it's horrible. Well, I do, like, spending summers in Hungary, you know, like, mm. fucking gnarly old-ass Hungarian bitches will, you know, like, down by the Danube or some shit, you're like, bitch, put your pubes away. It's so fucking nasty. Right, and they're just like, uh, fuck you, I gotta focus on making bread to feed the family. Yeah, and stuff. making bread, I'm not shaving my pussy, you fucking bitch. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, because even in the 70s, right, like when Full Bush was like the thing, I mean, did they have advertisements with Bush leaking out of the sides? No, I think you kept the pubes. Okay, go ahead, Google 70s underwear ads. Let's see. Back when women had Full Bush. Even when it was full bush, didn't you still trim? You still That's trim, what I'm right? saying. Oh, I, th- yeah, I think okay. that right. even when you had full bush, you, you trimmed it up. You kept it tidy. Oh, my God. Look how gay these are. Maybe put women. 
That's probably a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look at those full full flavor bloomers. Those look so comfy. All right, here we go. Yeah, like I don't see fucking pussy hair. I see zero bush in there. Zero bush. And that's back when women didn't trim. Like, yeah, they didn't show pubes. Right. Because it's just not, it's what a, still what a not hot cute. Time. I know. What a hot time. Look how beautiful, skinny, normal sized titties. <laughs> people look like human beings back then. Like, this is what normal people look like. If you're skinny, you got little titties. Yeah, woman could have a hips on her. It's beautiful. Yeah, how do you think the public would react if in the 70s there was, you know, one of these things in the 70s? <laughs> They'd be like, oh, I'm buying this underwear for sure now. I hate it. It hides all my pubes barely. I think what's obnoxious and what we all know is that this is just for the sake of advertising and to like, force inclusivity on you like we know that this company doesn't really champion full bushes it's not like you know what i mean like this is just done for shock value it's so obnoxious yeah it's it's literally just farming whatever the i guess who are they even farming like yeah who's into this what is the community (laughs) the the hairy pussy community i never (laughs) i never heard of that one i'm part of a lot of community i think it's part of the same hairy armpit community yeah (laughs) so that's like five people dude (laughs) in america that's not a big thing so so is that is that feminism is that what it's supposed to be yeah okay yeah it's that fake feminism it's that i've always it feels like it panders to women totally Right. It's like that guy that's like, you're a beautiful girl. And you're like, shut the fuck oh up. Oh, my God. You know what? Beautiful. Holy shit. That, this is like the advertisement. If that dude could be an advertisement, it would be that. Yeah. I know. Your bush is beautiful, baby. Beautiful. Let it spill out of your panties. Yeah. I love it. Let you're, me see those pubes, girl. Yeah. <laughs> you're beautiful as you are. No, you're not. Actually, most of us aren't beautiful as we are. That's why you get braces and whiten your teeth and get Botox and filler and dye your hair and pluck your eyebrows and do your nails because you're not beautiful as you are. And that's why you wear makeup. And that's why you camouflage the bad parts of you because you're not you're not good as you are. That's just that's truth. Sorry. If you weren't good as you are, you could just walk around naked and fat. And most of us don't. It's, it's kind of the argument. It's like it's that's that's the the spectrum that you're playing against. Are you going to be civilized or are you trying to go back to you know being cavemen and being naked and living yeah. in rocks and shit? Go ahead. I mean, go ahead, go live in a cave. Go ahead, cave uglies. Yeah, but, you know, society <laughs> is civilized. It's yeah. It's what it is, man. Go mate with each other, you dogs, fucking pigs. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I know, like. Um, Bert came over to our house like a month ago and he's like, gosh, you look really good, Push. You look really good. I go, yeah, I know. I bleach my hair. I do my eyebrows. I whiten my teeth. I do Botox. I do filler. I do facials. I do like so many things. I better look good because this takes a lot of work just to get here. <laughs> it's paying off, mommy. It's paying off. It's paying off. I don't, I don't, I'm, yeah, nobody's perfect. Okay, let's do, um, Let's do a voicemail follow-up, and then I'll get into some other stuff. What up, mommies and boys? Uh, <laughs> this is Sam. And uh, I'm just telling you, I'm listening to episode 136 right now when you're talking about kitchen scissors. Yo, I can't think of a single thing in the kitchen that I don't use my kitchen scissors on. Mm. I cut chicken. I cut bacon. I cut cheese. I cut pizza. I cut I, Those things are good Everywhere, mm-hmm. every way, mm-hmm. except mm-hmm. for like, don't stab anybody, but like, cut all your kids' food for sure. Mm-hmm. Love you. Mm-hmm. Keep your tight. Come mm-hmm. up with me. Mm-hmm. Support them kitchen scissors. Mm. Mm. Yep. I use them all the time. Sometimes I use them to open up Amazon boxes too. I don't give a fuck. Um, don't do that. And I'll go right back to the, the no, kitchen. Not, go right back no, to the kitchen. Don't do that. That's kind of like sharing, you know, your razor. I share my razor. Okay. Tom steals it. Okay. You're not supposed to share your razor? No. Well, I mean, between a married couple, I think that's one thing. But imagine... It's not. It's the same. I mean, how do I... Ima- imagine you use uh, your fork to rake your lawn, like of fallen leaves. No, mm-hmm. I'm saying imagine... And then you use it to eat mm-hmm. with the... No. Th- oh. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, you're saying that's okay? Oh, my God. I have the best story for you. Guys. So- <laughs> 
I was flying home from Boston and there was a sweet old man sitting next to me and we started chit-chatting and stuff. And they gave us these like nice hot warm nuts, you know, warm nuts and the and whatever, snacks. And um I, like we became bros. I was talking about everything with him. And then I was like I was like the waitress, whatever sky waitress, came to take away the the nuts, and I was like, "Hold on, I'm gonna take these for later." And I took a handful and I put them in my pocket. <laughs> and he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, these are pocket nuts. I like to keep them in my pockets just in case I get hungry." And he goes, uh, "Stewardess, can we have a Ziploc bag?" And I was like, "What? You could just get one of those, dude." And she had one. She had a big ass gallon bag, and then she gave me like half a gallon bag full of nuts. I was like, "Yes, Pajitsky yeah. effect." Isn't that great? So that's the first time you realized that you could have a pocket liner for the things that yeah. you put in your pocket that also go in your mouth. Yeah. Is that why? Hold on. Is this also why when I went to the bathroom, I saw a gallon Ziploc bag of just mixed vitamins that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you used to keep those just in your pocket. Yes. Yes. So what I would do, because those are my travel vitamins, I would just put a couple or like take a handful, put them in my pocket, zip up that pocket. And then when I was on the road, I'd be like, oh, I got to take my vitamins. And then I would. (laughs) But I will say thanks to this show, I've stopped drinking miscellaneous open water bottles. I have put a stop to that. So that is something that's no longer in my life oh, miscellaneous yeah. open water bottles? yeah like for instance like you see this mm-hmm. if this were just sitting on my counter mm-hmm. i don't know how long it's been there i yep. don't know whose it was i'd be yep. like i'm just gonna fucking drink that i stopped doing that because there's bacteria that flies in there that's what we've learned it collects all kinds of bacteria oh yeah if the cap is off mm-hmm. but i mean oh but i i imagine in your household once the cap comes off the first time it never goes back on never goes back on yeah I don't know whose mouth has been on it. Uh, I don't know where it's been. Don't care. But I do now. I stopped doing that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. All the cum. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Let's do some. Oh, we've got so many Pajitsky effects. Oh, Mm -hmm. let's do the voicemails. I love these. These are the best. Hi, Mommy. Calling in from Tejas. I have a Pajitsky effect I feel pretty fucking stupid about right now. <laughs> so I love candles. And yeah. the problem I have with the candles is once you burn them, you have to stick your hand so far in to light the wick yeah. um, because the wax gets so low. And every time I find myself burning my fingers yeah. and then I'm ripping off pieces of notebook paper or using envelopes and lighting them on fire just to stick them in a little farther into the candle so I can yeah. burn the last like couple inches of wax. And I, you know, I thought about it and there must be an easier way to go about this, right? I'm almost 30 years old. This is what I've been doing forever. <laughs> Um, I, I realized that I could just buy one of those grill lighters with like yeah. a long uh, fire thingy and light that, yeah. use that to light the candle the instead clicker. of burning my fingers and potentially starting a house fire <laughs> with all my um, pieces of notebook paper on fire. So yeah, they they have those long lighters for a reason and um, <laughs> I have one now and yeah, it'll, it'll be great. It'll be good. No more burnt fingers. Thanks, yeah. Molly. Coming up in May. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, why is that one like $400? That $339 one? What What could possibly Holy merit shit. a $339? Uh, I don't know, but I think we need it. Like, purpose. Yeah, oh, this is like bulk buying. Oh, uh, do you need a thousand of these? I need 96 I for two ninety six a piece. <laughs> and he's intrigued. Ooh, and we could do custom. Oh, we could do custom <laughs> where my mom's at long Pajitsky effect lighters. <laughs> So you don't burn your house down. Yeah, dog. Good for you. Yeah. Well, I wish I could learn a trick for when the wick gets, you know, when the wick, it it turns into like a tiny wick. Okay. So like you burn your candle down, Mm -hmm. down, down. And yeah. And then the wick gets all tiny. And then you try to like dig around the wick. But by now there's not enough oxygen getting into the thing. You know what I'm saying? But then you have a lot of wax left. So you feel cheated by this or just sometimes even it's too shallow. And then the wick is too... Oh, like what am I not doing with my life? I, well, I think just the oh, when you see that it's getting low, yeah, uh, and like it's been going for a while, and you're like, ooh, this next one is gonna be rough. The next time I want to light it, 
just to dump some of the liquid wax out while it's still hot. Hmm. So, and then you got more wick for the next time that you're lighting the candle. Okay. Right. Sounds like a lot of work. That's a lot of work. I don't think I'm going to do yeah, it. It's a lot to remember. I mean, I just stopped lighting candles. Yeah, I, I just get a new candle. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like candles are so, like, talk about a wasteful purchase, you know? You're like, oh, my God, these are so extravagant. Like, I always tell people, if you want to buy me a gift, buy me a nice smelly candle. Because I, I really feel like those are the ultimate waste of money. I just feel like there's such an extravagance, like... Just to have a smelly good thing to to put fire in, it's so weird, and I don't know why, but I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't pay like thirty dollars for a candle. It's crazy, you know. That does feel yeah. crazy. It though. feels crazy, right? Right, because you see the tea lights, and you're like, well, those are like a dollar a piece. Yeah. But I mean, you could do it the ghetto way, the cheap way. What's, What's the that? cheap way? Just buy a nigga incense. I love incense. Incense is. That's that cheap ass shit. I oh. love it. Mm-hmm. What was the one cheap the the flavor in LA? It's such an LA smell. Black love. Black love. Look up black love. It was on. It's like a Venice Beach smell. Like if you grew up in LA, um, it it was just this this smell was yeah black love. This is so to me Venice boardwalk. Growing up, yeah. You guys never smelled black love. We got to get some. We get I some mean, for the studio. The, I mean, yeah, the, sure. The liquor store. I my my fucking parents used to buy. Uh, incense that there were there were no flavors it was just fucking the red one or the purple one or the, <laughs> the blue one yeah. i was the one i grew up with blue we always had the fucking black ones <laughs> yeah maybe that was black love that'd be hilarious god incense yeah the naga champa that, naga, yeah, or that, nag champa that's it that's old school mm-hmm. yeah that was just like ooh, smells like someone is probably smoking weed yeah <laughs> that to me is college yeah like we're smoking weed in the dorm room and then you like that to yeah. mask i remember drugs. Me and my brother, whenever we smoked weed uh, together in high school or college, we would we would take turns. If it was just us in the house, you would like <laughs> take incense and then just take a lap around the house, and then we're like, "This will keep anyone from thinking we did something weird here." I know, <laughs> like that only raises the flags. You're like, "Why are you burning shit in this house?" Right? <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. It's really interesting because incense is like, it's such a whole identity too. Like the girl that owns Nag Champa, <laughs> right? Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I crispy, yeah, horoscopes, crunchy, <laughs> horoscopes. a lot of horoscopes, oh, yeah. um, probably a lot of wind chimes, a lot of dream catchers, mm-hmm. a lot She's of plants, got charts Lots for you, charts. <laughs> she's definitely a gardener. She's, she's got all types of fucking pepper plants that she's yes. growing in the back. And, yep. Mm-hmm. I had a landlady that was the Nag Champa. Lady. This yep. lady's definitely <laughs> But my lady was hot. Like she was like a hot hippie chick. She was beautiful. And uh yeah. But she this is definitely a type. This is a Silver Lake type. Yeah. Or San Francisco. Mm-hmm. A lot of babes in San Francisco with this. Yeah, she's got the fucking those, She got the string lights in her living room yes, only. Yes, yeah, the string lights. <laughs> yep. I know this type. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> They yeah. love string lights. <laughs> they live in like pottery, yep. like a lot of handmade pottery, ceramic shit that they've done. Mm-hmm. Maybe a thumb ring, definitely thumb ring. Favorite a lot of places. string bracelets, fairies, right? They believe in fairies. Holy shit. <laughs> it's bringing back some memories. <laughs> yeah. Have you fucking seen that vegan documentary? The Bad Vegan? Oh, no. I've seen, I've seen the the artwork on netflix is you've started watching yo it. you got, speaking of like incense burning chicks and like weirdo shit you wouldn't even believe this one the story is so incredible so it's about this vegan restauranteur she's very beautiful very charismatic everybody loves her her weakness is that she falls for a bad dude and i don't want obviously i know i have a fucking really bad history no spoilers. No, no spoiler spoilers. Alert. But just to say that this is a different type of swindling story. And the stuff that this guy gets her into is so fucking out there. I've ne- In my life, I've never heard of a hustle like this one. So it's very, very interesting. Because usually the, the hustle's different. But this was a very, very like far out hustle. 
It was cool. Definitely watching that. You gotta see this chick, man. And like, she's sweet, and you can tell that she's probably like she really wanted to be loved. Blah 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 blah. Any, this is your type of chick, right? Like, is this the girl? Not physically, but like. I was about to say she doesn't look like her, but yeah, yeah, like vegan, fucking. (laughs) I only have cats. You know, I don't have. I don't like dogs. (laughs) I got a swing. On yeah. my fucking balcony. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A swing, but it's the wicker swing. Of course. Yeah. Yep. The yeah. wicker swing. Yeah, dude. I know this chick. She has a compost heap. <laughs> <laughs> the, my my old yeah. Anyway, it was it's it's such a. I'm still watching it, so I was just riveted by this story. All right, <laughs> Nag Champa. Yeah, what? And it's strong memories with incense. That's a party vibe too. That's like my some some chick my dad would bang. You know. In the 80s. <laughs> there was always that girl, that hippie girl my dad would bang. She's like, let's light incense in the house. Right. It's, uh, it always smelled like, uh, oh, yeah, that <laughs> one store that would sell me cigarettes in 10th grade. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Especially in the San Fernando Valley. Right. Very much so. No ID required. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dog. Everyone knew the spot too. For <laughs> sure. That is totally it's the there was this one guy in Burbank who would sell to me. And every time you go in there, he'd go, Tuck it easy, man, tuck it easy. So he became the tuck it easy guy. <laughs> <laughs> tuck it easy. Tuck it easy, man, tuck it easy. And he would tuck it easy would sell to anybody. Tuck mm-hmm. it easy, man. But he was burning incense and shit. Yeah, hey we, man, take it easy. We started off with a with a hookah store because that oh. was what all the kids were into, and then it was just like, yeah, let me, because they'd never like it'd be like hookah. That's not even really tobacco, is thing. it? Yeah, who enjoys that? It's and terrible. so you'd you'd start off with some of those and some charcoal, <laughs> and you're like, hey, you know, why don't you throw in uh, some Al Capones in there, which is something <laughs> that only kids would smoke, which Al is Capone's. cigarillos dipped in cognac. <laughs> 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 That was my, that, like, I started smoking those before I smoked cigarettes. I was like, this is my, this is the shit. And then you're like, ooh, you know what? Throw some cigarettes in that. Because then you're just like, oh, there's no rules here. You can just buy yeah. whatever the fuck. Once you get over that hump of, of getting, like, the cloves. Right. Or whatever nasty shit you just said. And then. <laughs> and then you ask for the real thing you want, like camelites. Right. Yeah. And then there was the, that one day where you started cracking down. He's like, I'm going to need to see some ID. Yeah. And me and my friends took our high school ID. And just added date of birth, yeah. like into the ID, and he's like, "Cool, didn't know you guys were could be eighteen and in tenth grade at the same time. That's pretty <laughs> rare." And then that and that worked at a surprising amount of places, like gas stations. Yeah. Like it was, it was wild. <laughs> I think the the fake ID thing, because what year was that that you were doing that? Is that by two thousand? It would had to have been two thousand, like between two thousand two and two thousand four. Dang, so that's late. Because mm-hmm. by, by 93, you would go down to Chevy Chase. Is that what it is? In um, downtown LA. And you would give a guy $100 and then <laughs> your picture. And then he'd come back with like some janky shit. And then that's how you get into all the clubs. But that's pretty lazy. Like just the high school ID. Like you didn't mm-hmm. even have to pay a shady guy yeah. in downtown. We well, I mean, <laughs> don't get me wrong. There were parts of that where your heart raced, where because oh, you had to go yeah. to Kinko's to laminate it, oh, and to explain to them why God. you're laminating a high school ID that has a date of birth. They you're like, know. this is no, it's an art project. It's we're just doing this for school. <laughs> or the workaround was the check cashier ID. You could go to a check cashier place. And then you hand write in details and they laminate it. So it looks like an ID, but it was just like your handwritten shit. It was so jank. That worked for a long time, too. A check cashier place? Uh-huh. You go to a check cashier place. This is like an old school trick. I don't know if you can do it anymore. And you get an ID there and they literally have you fill out the card by hand. And they're like, all right, cool. Where's your picture? Slap it on, laminate it, and it's yours. And that's what we did. You go to like Reseda, Van Nuys. And Fucking nice. Oh, man, I could have been making money. I was doing that at home. <laughs> <laughs> I did that at home. I got my my mom had a laminator for her work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, dude. Yep. You made your own ID. Yeah. Smart. Hell yeah. How I old were it. you when you started? Uh, young. Um, I was using Paint Shop Pro. That's not even a thing anymore. Man, I don't know. I was in seventh grade, so. Sixth, seventh grade. Damn. I, I don't know how. I don't know how old that is. But uh, twelve. Yeah, I mean, I've always been scheming, though. You know, that's my thing. Always. 
Did you ever scheming. do the thing where Always you would scheming. sell pictures of celebrities at school? No, I used to sell um, <laughs> iPod playlists. iPod playlists? Yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, you couldn't just get a dope. You had to. You used to have to download song by song by song. Yeah. And you, you wanted that iPod. Like you were dope if you had the iPod with like fucking just a hundred thousand bangers on it. Mm-hmm. I used to sell like. I had the the library, and I would just be like, "Just give me your iPod. I'll load all the music on it. And you'll have it the next day." How much did you charge for it? Uh, I think it was like twenty bucks, which was okay. a lot back then. Pretty that good. Was a That's lot a good for racket. Me. Yeah. A lot for a fifth grader, mm-hmm. especially for like digital wares. Like you mm-hmm. didn't have an inventory. You didn't have. You already had the product. That's smart. It's good. Long time. Wow, Annie, look at you, enterprising. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then Natav was selling headshots. <laughs> no, exactly. Like I was just. I think this was in second grade, <laughs> where I was just looking up. Th- like we had just gotten a printer at home, I think, with inkjet that was like yeah. super slow. Like it would take like twenty minutes to print out like a full colored picture, and I would drain that printer <laughs> cartridge, <laughs> and I would sell pictures for like, I don't know, like $2. Oh, so it's just like, God. oh yeah, you want Celine Dion? I got Leonardo DiCaprio. Who you want? <laughs> and like, I, I made a killing for a week until they were like, oh wait, I have a printer at home. And then, you know, business dried up pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, live and learn, kids. All right. But we're going to wrap this up. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, subscribe to the show on iTunes. Uh, uh, what's it on? On PoopTube? Uh, it's on YouTube, yep. Subscribe on the PoopTube. And available on all audio platforms on, that play podcasts. On Mom, Mom Plaudio's Podmats. Okay, well, I love you guys so much. Send me an email, where my mom's at. Is it where my mom's at podcast at gmail.com? I can't remember. Uh, where my mom's at at gmail.com. Okay. And then what's the number for the voicemail, Mommy? Tell them. The podcast uh, voicemail number is 213-375-5184. Thank you, guys. All right. This first comment says, hearing Christy's story of overcoming her diarrhea was so inspirational. Thank you. (laughs) All right, guys. Until next time, stay cool, moms. You gorgeous. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's at.